Well, hello out there. This is Mike. And Melissa. And this is Eminem on Mondays, where we discuss uh, the message yesterday from the edge, uh, as well as uh, your questions, your comments, things that have come up. And uh, we don't have any of those, so we're only going to talk about yesterday's message. <laughs> so it's going to be really good, because um, I'm always right. It- uh, no. If they watched the message, then they know better than that. You should watch it then, because then you'll know if I'm always right. <laughs> That's the whole premise behind it, is uh, you are not as right as you think you are, right? You know, isn't uh, that was uh, yesterday's message. And uh, so w- when you hear that title, what does that make you think? You're asking me that? I am. <laughs> um, I don't know makes me think that it makes me want to think about what could I not be right about. Mm. So then let's ask this question instead. Uh, <laughs> what is something you enjoy being right about? Um, when it comes to you, everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not right with everything, but with me. So I what's some, well, sometimes, you know, what's something though, that when somebody asks you a question that, you just always have the right answer. Uh, knowledge in the word. Knowledge. You always have the right answer. No, knowledge like in the word? that's what I enjoy having. Oh, the right okay, answers. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to say like hair, right? Oh, you, hair. You know? Most like ninety-eight percent of the time, I have the right answer. I would say. But don't you enjoy having the right answer for that? Yeah. I mean, like when somebody calls and goes, "Hey, I'm in trouble. My hair is now this." Yeah. Don't you like having the right answer to be able to help them and fix it, right? You know, yeah. like, hey, I can tell you this, and you can do this, and you can mm-hmm. do that. And, Generally, you know. it ends up in me having to fix it, but it's okay. Well, sometimes it happens. You know, it's <laughs> the, but, I mean, there's there's things that we enjoy being right about, right? We like being right. You know, nobody yeah. likes being wrong. No, And definitely nobody likes being called out on their wrong. Mm. So what was the most impactful thing about yesterday to you? Like, as you listened to yesterday, would you go, wow, that was, that was just impactful? Would it, anything that stood out, anything that was there? Well, that's a simple no. <laughs> like, you put me on the spot. I wasn't prepared to answer that question. Usually we, like, go a little further into it before you ask me. Well, so we ran over I... 10 minutes last week, so now we got to cut 10 minutes out of this week in order to make it to where we, uh, we don't. It doesn't work that way. We don't blow past our, <laughs> you know, our 20-minute commute time here. That's what we're trying to get. I know, but it doesn't really work like that. Um, I think that, I don't know that there's necessarily... Well, yes, actually, because I put it on, I shared it on my Facebook page. The, I'm a nobody just trying to tell you about somebody. Uh Uh-huh. And then there was another one that said, um, you don't have to like me. You just need to love Jesus or something like that. Yeah. I don't care if you like me. Yeah. I just just want want you to to love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, That. Yeah. But that had nothing really to do about the message. That was always that was it almost like a because, complete side point. No, because if you are always worried about getting everything right, then you're not trying to follow Jesus. Hmm. 
Well, that's true. But I, I think when I when I made that statement, it was it was uh, as a as a preference to hey, I, I want you to understand something. I am a sinner, and I am broken. I am hurting, and I am a nobody. Right? I'm not even fit to tie Jesus' sandals. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to point you towards that. I've been gifted in this ability to be able to talk and speak, and and I just want you to be able to know who Jesus is and. Uh, and we'll go on this journey together is really what I was after. Right? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't really even, it wasn't in my notes. That's for sure. It was more <laughs> along, Hey, this is what I want. And this is what I want people to recognize. But I think that it, it so it, I think that is part of it because I did talk about it yesterday, but when you look at what's the most impactful, when you start looking at it, let me review a piece of scripture here real quick. And so this is Luke 18 verses nine through 14. So this is all this, this huge chunk of scripture here, right? And it says to some who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else. Jesus told this parable, two men went up to the temple to pray one, a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. And the Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, Thank you that I am not like other people, like those robbers and evildoers and adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to the heaven, but he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will all be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And so I, I, I bring this up because I think a lot of people have this mindset of going, at, at least my sin's not as bad as theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, mine's not, I don't do that. Yeah. You know, I don't do whatever this is that you think is, you know, at least I haven't had this blank 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 right you know and so everybody has these 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 you know my sin isn't as bad as yours it's it's very difficult to see your own sin in the mirror you know and then call it out right it's very easy to see it in other people and go hey you you suck uh but when you see it in yourself you don't ever look in the mirror and go you suck and these are your sins from yesterday (laughs) you know i mean you just don't call that out that way and so i i think that for us we come off as being high and mighty christians not us you know like like Christians in general. Christianity, right? Yeah. We come off as being, hey, we know everything. We're right. Mm-hmm. We know the absolute right answers to everything. And we just don't really see uh, a, a true direction of what Jesus would really have for us, right? Jesus said, hey, I want you to love people. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, that's what I want you to do. I want you to love. Yeah. In fact, he tells us in John 13, it says, my children, I will be with you only a little while longer. And you will look for me just as I told the Jews. And so I'll tell you now where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you is to love one another. Mm-hmm. As I have loved you, you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if and only if you love one another. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't say judge one another. Right. It doesn't say it doesn't say uh, only if you put down one another, only if you're always right in every situation, only if you can <laughs> quote scripture, you know, forwards, backwards, and you know all of it. It doesn't say that. It just says, you know, only if you love one another. Mm-hmm. Well, it took me back to part in your message um, when you said that you were having a conversation with somebody who was like from a different denomination and how you basically was just, you know, do you love God? 
do you believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again three days later? And the answers were yes. And you're like, okay, good. That's it. Like, we don't need to talk about anything else. That's where our common ground is. <laughs> no pun By the intended, way, here's a plug for yeah. Common Grounds <laughs> at 628 <laughs> Parker Road. No, in Fairfield. In, no, in Fairfield, yeah. Um, <laughs> say you listen to our podcast, I'll give you 15% off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> if you do it, I will. Um, but I think that just kind of goes to prove the point. Like, if that's if that's all we have in common, then that's more than enough to have in common. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't need to argue about anything else. Well, and, and, you know, we have these essential beliefs, right? Right. And then we have non-essential beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if we get the essential beliefs right, yeah, then I don't, you know, yeah. the, the non-essential ones mean nothing to me. Like, right. you know, I, yeah. I, you know, we've served in different denominations and then right. we've served, you know, and you look and you go, uh, that just makes no difference to me. Right. You know, it, it, are you Jesus oriented? If you're Jesus oriented, then we're going to be good. You right. know, that like we can, we can move forward. Yeah, yeah. We might, we might be different about, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but, but. Uh, we we still have the same foundation, and so yeah. that's what uh, really makes a difference. Um, okay, so uh, tell me about a time when you met when you were met with love instead of judgment. Tell me about a time when you were met with love instead of judgment. Oh, are you sure? Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I do a lot of judging, so it wasn't for me. <laughs> Um, I would say uh, the first thing that popped in my mind, and this is why I asked, are you sure, was when I <laughs> told my parents about you and then I brought you to the house. Uh, I mean, I you, was, I, what are you talking about? I was met with judgment. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean you, but I wasn't met with judgment. No, but I was, well, I mean, you know, you asked me the question, okay. so I'm telling you. <laughs> I think because they focused their attention to me. They looked and they were like, hey. they were like, what did you bring to the house? And, <laughs> and they looked at me and they go, oh my gosh. Again, the and then they started praying like right <laughs> then. It, like, they didn't even ask any questions. They were like, father, please. Right. Well, for those of you who don't know, Mike used to be a heathen. And the only way he became a pastor was because my parents prayed. Yeah, like they, 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 it was either... They they, they they tried to pray me out or pray me up. They're yes. like, hey, please take him away. Up. Please take him away or build him into a pastor. You know, yes. that's, what, how, that's how it went. That's they how, prayed you up. They prayed me out. But Either up I or think, out. That was, uh, you know, that's how it I went. But I think even in that situation, though, even if they did look at you with judgment, they still, I believe, acted in love. Well, there, there was no question. You know, I didn't, you know, anytime a daughter brings home a, a, a man, right? You know, they're gonna, every parent is going to be very skeptical, <laughs> there's right? There's never going to be like, hey, come on over, you know, uh, and let's just see how this rolls. I mean, right. there's always, there's always going to be like, there's a sense of that's not good enough for my child. That's right. not good enough for this. I mean, there's just, there's that sense. Um, but, um, I mean, for me, I was met with love, you know, like I was, you know, it wasn't like one of those things I walked in and was like, oh my gosh, look, yeah. uh, they hate me. I, right. I never got that, in, that, that impression. Right. Then again, though, I, you know, I didn't really have the mindset of going, I'm going to care what they think. Yeah, you didn't. You know, and, and it wasn't one of those things where I was like going, it, it wasn't to be a, uh, it wasn't that at that time. I was just in a different place, you know. It was like, and you've never really been hypersensitive on what people's opinions are either. Not in like a bad way, like I'm better than everybody, but um, I think that you have just 
um, been in a place in your life where um, you've chosen not to focus on those things so that way you could be better than whatever people think or whatever people say? Well, I... I'm always hyper-focused on stuff, right? I'm always, you know, I'm like always pointed, you know, so I, I don't allow, I, I'd like to say I'm like the Nehemiah of the 21st century that is, they're trying to pull me down from the work that I'm doing. You know, yeah. like the, Nehemiah said, oh, I'm doing an important work here. Now, that doesn't mean I'm always doing an important work, but, but as, in but, your mind, you are. In my mind, I am. It could be just <laughs> doing some sort of tech thing, but right. you know, it's like, as I'm, I don't have time for, to listen to what you have or to come down off the wall. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy doing what I got going. And Absolutely. so it wasn't, it's not a, not that I don't hear it, not that I don't I don't react to it. I just go this is, and so I've always been hyper focused that way. Yeah. Um but let's go back to this. So how does that impact you know, so that situation, right? So yeah. that situation with me meeting your parents and your parents, you know, showing love and showing and and showing just hey, being graceful and you know, how does that uh, affect and impact your relationship with others because of that? You know, they gave you this experience and then how does yeah. that affect that? I think um that it affects it a lot. Um in a in a lot of different scenarios and a lot of different circumstances. Um, I've definitely looked at my parents, not just my dad and Shelly, but also my mom and Paul. Um, and I think that it's really helped to make me into the person that I am, um, that has made me more compassionate and understanding towards people in their situations. Um, so that's what I would say. So I'm going to, I'm going to go and I want to read another piece of scripture. So it's kind of knock out all the scripture from yesterday. Uh, and so it's first Corinthians 13 verses one through three. And it says, if I speak in the tongues of man, of, or if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but I do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong. I'm only a resounding gong or clanging symbol symbol. I, I don't know why I'm having such a. <laughs> A thick tongue at this point is what they would call that. Um, if I have the gift of prophecy, and I can fathom all the mysteries and all the and I and all the knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all that I possess to the poor, and if I give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. And so you know, just kind of this, this, this. Even this direction. So you have Jesus who tells us, hey, I give you this command to love. And then you have Paul who comes out and, and kind of repeats this. You can do all these great things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you could have, uh, you could speak in the tongues of angels. You can, you can know all the knowledge, but this tongues of man is right. You know, hey, I, I have all this knowledge and I can just, I can just talk. I can, you know, hey, we can, I can talk about anything, which I can pretty much do, right? I, you know, just yes. get me started. I can, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll work Michael my way through it. I will convince you that the sky is red if the sky is blue. Well, I always tell people that they go, the sky is blue. And I go, no, that's really not blue. It's really clear. You're just seeing a reflection of other stuff. And okay. so, you know, it, but I, I can, I, I, yeah, I can start you. selling it. I know you, you totally know, could. I, I could. But here, and so. That scripture reminds me, though, of the one that you read earlier about the Pharisee and the tax collector. Well, and, and it's supposed to. You know, Paul was, you know, as Paul is writing this, and he goes, hey, look, if you can, if, even if you can prophesize, you can do all that stuff. Yeah. But if you do not love, it's it's worthless. It's, it's a heart issue. Yeah, it really is. You can do all these great things, but if you can't love people, then you have you have major issues that are holding you back. Yeah. So, um, 
and so I go back to that and, and, and I, and I think that I wanted to ask this question when you live, like you're forgiven by God, you feel more gratitude and you become more accepting and overflow with love. How can you share that abundant love with others? How can you do that? How can you share that abundant love? So when you live that way, right, when it tells you, Hey, live with this abundant love, cause that's what scripture is telling us to do. Mm-hmm. How do we, how, how does it become how does it pour out of us, right? How does it pour into others because it's overflowing out of us? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how do I want to word it. So I think it starts with remembering what God has done for us on a daily and not allowing ourselves to become inward focused and selfish And I think that if we change our perspective and realize that we are supposed to be loving and accepting, then our interactions with people will then become outward focused and we will be more aware of what's going on around us or or who's dealing with something around us um, to then be able to respond in a loving or encouraging way way okay why are you saying <laughs> well i was i was listening to you and i go i go well you, you told me to think about what i'm doing because you know that's not living an abundant life right you told me to hey I, it so you remember when i was a youth pastor i used to do this thing where uh, that I would have them fill up two buckets, right? You know, two buckets on the other arm, and you would fill up the bucket all the way up to the top to where it had that nice little cusp over the top of yeah. water. And while they were running around, but going back and forth with these buckets of water, it would just splash out. Right. Well, it wasn't intentional, right? They weren't trying to splash the water out. It was just that they were so abundantly filled with the water that every movement they made, not what they thought about, but every movement they made, it love poured out. Right. Well, for us, how do we get to that point to where love is just pouring out? We don't have to think about it. We don't have to internalize it at all. We just it it just our actions are are it just pours out every time we interact with somebody. Anytime we come into contact with somebody, you know, you bump into somebody, and all of a sudden, a little splash of love just happens on them. And it just it's not one of those things that you thought about. It just happens. You know, how do you get to that point? Having intentional time with Jesus and making sure that the things that you're doing are not just going through the motions, but you're actually engaging with the word. You're actually engaging with the Lord and the Holy Spirit and allowing Jesus to guide your footsteps. Well, I think that it's so. Yes, I agree. And so but but here's the thing. Uh, so what comes out of your heart? Is what's being put into it. Yeah. Right? You know, so, so like, if you're. Why'd you ask it in a confusing way? Oh, well, it comes out it's of your fine. heart. Love. Yeah. Love comes mm-hmm. out of your you know, Woohoo. I, but, but here's the thing is that when you, so what's being poured in, right? So you, you so we, you're listening to, uh, you know, what are you filling your heart with? Are you filling your heart with Fox News, CNN? You filling your heart with Caleb or are you filling your heart with, you know, uh, you know, KSFM or sports radio or (laughs) news talk, or you fill in your heart with, you know, uh, I, (laughs) uh, 
with music that is just completely inappropriate for what you should be listening to. And that could be, you know, you country girl fans out there because there's a lot of country girl music out there or, or country guy yes. music out there that's terrible. You just say country music. No, no, no. It's, it's usually a person, you know. But anyway, um, so the country music, right? You know, so it's it, you there's can't nothing just wrong be, with country music. Well, I wouldn't say that. I've heard lots of country music. Well, yes, but not all country music. No. Okay. Not all country music, just like not all rap is bad, right? Right. You know, I mean, but if you're listening to gangster rap, talking about, hey, you know, shoot them up, bang, 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 you know, and, and then the rap <laughs> out of that. I mean, that's, that's you know, I, I mean. Yes. You so know, that's, being aware of what you're allowing in. Well, just got to make sure that what you're consuming, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're allowing in, it's going to be what pours out of you. So if you're allowing anger, hate, you know, like if all you do is sit around and uh, you know you 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 have this cooler talk where it's all negative, then right. then it's going to be that way. So really, what it comes down to is, what are you allowing in? Is going to be what pours out of you. So, what movies are you allowing in? What music are you allowing in? What what you know? What are your conversations like? What are all these things about? Because all of those things are going to make a big difference. They're all going to change things. And and I think that a lot of times. Love doesn't pour out of us because we're not allowing love to be poured into us, right? We're not receiving, we're not spending enough time in the word. We're not spending enough time in prayer. We're not spending enough time in the, in the still. We're not spending enough time listening to, to appropriate music. We're not spending enough time watching appropriate shows. We're not watching the movie, you know, like we're all watching these TV shows where they're glorifying these different things. And yet we just continue to consume them, right? We are like, Oh, it's just a TV show. Well, you know, if you keep consuming it and you keep and it keeps getting high ratings, they're going to continue to produce that show. And as the Christians, we allow them to continue. You know, we would say that uh, they are forcing the minority upon us. Well, don't consume that. Don't watch it. As soon as you see it, you go, "Oh, nope, that's this is not a show for me anymore." You know, it's not one of the, you know. If you're going, "Hey, I want to," they're going to force this type of behavior on me. Well, just make it just make it just make a constant decision not to watch that. And so you just go, hey, that's not something that I want to allow into my heart or I want to, you know, and so we you, we have to have that mindset of going, how do we move in that direction? How do we, and it's not, and it's not to be, um, not to live in this mindset, not to be like, oh, I'm too good for that. That's not what it is, but it's being very aware and conscious of what you're allowing into your heart. What are you allowing in? Because what you're allowing in is what's going to come out of you. And, uh, and some of that stuff you'll see, you'll witness and it becomes, you know, you, you, you become whether it's a show that uh, that that displays something that we consider to be a sin that that glorifies that. Well, that could be that could lead that maybe you don't look at the sin and go, well, that's going to be my normal reaction based upon that sin. But it could be that you just start building this heart that of going just being upset, just being mean, just going. Out, and and so instead of it coming out based on that sin, you pour it out on whatever else it is that's going on. You just have this heart of. You know, you're just a jerk. You know, you just built up and you became a jerk out of it all the time. And so the reason why I say that is because I think a lot of times we go, well, they're forcing this on us. They're not forcing on us. You just keep consuming it. You keep consuming the type of behavior in the show that it is. You keep watching those things. You keep watching, you know, Snapchat or Facebook or YouTube or whatever it is that has all this stuff. And you're just like, I'm going to, you know, and it's just how it works. It's what it is. What are you allowing in? And so you have to be very aware of that. You know, and what are you allowing into your kids and what are you allowing into these different places? So, uh, 
I, I ended yesterday with the same statement I'll pretty much end today with is that number one, I, uh, I, I like to think that I'm right about everything and, uh, uh, but, uh, I'm really wrong because I think I'm wrong or I think I'm right about everything. So it really makes me wrong. It really does because, uh, I know that I have a lot to learn and, uh, I know that I, uh, can come off as, uh, as, uh, with a superiority superiority complex where people look and go, Mike thinks he's better than everybody. And that's not the case at all. I don't think that at all. In fact, I think that I have a lot to be learned from everybody, right? Everybody I can come in contact with and I go, you are, you're a part of God's kingdom and you are a contributor to God's kingdom and uh, I can learn something from you. And God has us make an encounter for a reason. Um, now I just got to get my mind out of the busyness that I tend to be in and, uh, and, and appreciate people and accept encounters. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts from you? Mm, I would just say like often what I, um, when I do women's group or whatever, my prayer is just that um, God would interrupt us and um, that you would just allow the interruption, whatever that interruption may be, whether it be an encounter like you were talking about, or just um, appreciating uh the, the nature and the beautiful picture that's out your window, um, the smells, the sights, whatever it is, um, and just allow yourself to be able to take it all in. And in those moments, that's when God will move and he'll allow you to move through those times as well. Mm, I agree. Well, uh, I want to say is that uh, we are, this is uh, our, I think this is our fifth week of doing this and, uh, it's been, it's had its challenges. It's had its ups, it's downs, but it has been very, very exciting every week. It's never one of those things like, Oh God, I gotta go do this. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, there's a reminder sometimes going, Hey, we got to do this, (laughs) but, but it's not one of those things that I don't enjoy doing. And so we are grateful for your, for you guys that are listening. And we are grateful for those that, uh, that are, uh, that are just supporting us through it. And so we are, we are happy for that. And, uh, and, uh, we are excited to continue to grow this. So yes. if you have learned anything through this, you know, if this has reached you and you've like, oh, I got something out of this, then we would ask you to share it and mm-hmm. like it, you know, subscribe. You know, my wife said it last week was uh, sub- like, subscribe and share. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Or yeah. And so that's what we would really like you to do is just, uh, you know, help us spread the word, um, not only of uh, of what we're doing, but really spread the word of Jesus, right? Isn't that what we're trying to do? So you can do that just by a like, a subscribe, mm-hmm. and uh, a share. Yep. Well, awesome. Uh, uh, so uh, I, we're going to say uh, goodbye for now, uh, but uh, not forever. We'll are see. You praying, are you praying out? I am. Okay. I am, I am. You turned the music on. Too. I did because I wanted to. It's going to be an upbeat this, prayer. It's going to be a fast prayer. So, uh, at, uh, how about this? Let me let me pray for us, and then we will exit out of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Father, it can. Uh, Father, it can be really easy to think that we know everything, but we're not as right as we think we are. Uh, please remind us that you didn't call us to be right, but you call us to love. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for M&M on Mondays. Yes. We love you, and uh, we want you to know that we We are are on on the the edge edge together. together.